In the recent weeks, we've been seeing a revised timeline for Brian Laundrie, his Mustang, and when his parents last saw him. So today we're going to take a look at those amended dates. I'm also going to take a look at how Bry Guy may not only have a five-day head start, but it's looking more like an eight or nine-day head start. I'm also going to show you some more interesting information regarding the Appalachian Trail where Brian was allegedly to have been seen by a man named Dennis Davis. And that was where the North Carolina border is and Tennessee. But first, let's go back to Brian's Mustang. Brian's silver Mustang was found abandoned on Thursday, September 14th, what was thought to be the Carlton Reserve. The ticket said September 14th at 2.42 p.m., but the address shows differently. It's about 17 miles from the Carlton Reserve, which is also a 20-minute drive away. Now, Brian's parents, Chris and Roberta, they reported Brian missing on Friday, September 17th, and they said that Brian left on the 14th, which was a Tuesday, and he hadn't returned, so they called it in three days later. However, in a recent correction, it says, no, 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 Brian didn't leave on the 14th, Brian left on the 13th, and Chris and Roberta just forgot. Here's what their lawyer, Steve Bertolino, said. He says, the laundries were basing the date Brian left on their recollection of certain events. After consulting with the FBI and confirming the day Brian's Mustang was found and returned to the Laundry's home, we now believe the day Brian left to hike in the preserve was Monday, September 13th. Now, many people are talking about, including myself, we're saying, well, how did they forget about such an important date that your child would, you know, never came home? Also, there's some fibbing going on when it comes to the Mustang returning home or Mr. Bertolino needs to get the facts straight, so more on that in a minute. According to the law, in terms of abandonment of a vehicle, it says, any vehicle which is left upon public property for a period of five days or longer shall be presumed to be abandoned. The rightful owner of such vehicle may rebut this presumption of abandonment. So if the car was there for five days or longer, as the law states, then this now puts Brian's car there at the 9th of September, again, according to the law. So there's a few options here. One, the Mustang got ticketed and the officer didn't ticket according to the law. Two, it was in fact the 9th of September and the laundries slash lawyer are lying or forgetting. But to fix that, they admitted it was the 13th, not the 14th, and they last saw Brian based on recollection of events, but they can't really remember. So here's really what Steve Bertolino is saying and what the timeline is. He said, Brian actually left now on Monday, September 13th with his backpack and left his wallet and phone at home. Two days later, on Wednesday, the parents went looking for Brian, found his Mustang and spotted a note that was left on the Mustang by the Northport police. Thursday, they said they would go back and retrieve the car, which was a lie. I'll get to that in a second. And Wednesday, according to Steve Bertolino, they said that the parents wanted to leave the vehicle at the reserve so that Brian could make his way home. But wait, the Mustang returned on the Wednesday, not the Thursday. According to Brian Enton on Twitter, at 4.45 p.m., that car was sitting in the driveway, Florida time only two hours after being ticketed. So why is there all the smoke and mirrors, right? Now, my thought on this is the reason why they potentially said Thursday is because then it wouldn't look so weird when they call on Friday and report 
you know, Brian missing within that 24 hours. Oh, we thought, you know, Wednesday we found his car, so we'd give him time to return to it. So Thursday we went back and retrieved it, and by Friday we called it in. That's just, you know, a theory that I'm thinking about. What do you think? It's a little weird. And there's a lot of weird things to this. So let's go back to the law. If we subtract five days, the minimum of five days reported abandoned from the 14th, then that brings us to the 9th of September. And remember, from the 6th to the 8th of September is when Brian went with mommy and daddy camping at Fort DeSoto Park. There was also a neighbor sighting. The neighbor states that they saw Brian on Thursday or Friday before Gabby was reported missing. Gabby was reported on Saturday the 11th of September. And Thursday or Friday would make it the 9th or the 10th. So if we take that 9th date, which is what we figured out with the car, and the neighbor said about the 9th or 10th, then I'm wondering if they all went for a walk or Brian went for a walk with his mom on the 9th, had a little discussion, and it's safe that way because no one's listening. Not to mention that they had the last few days in Fort DeSoto to come up with a plan of some sort, plan of action, potentially, in my opinion. Brian comes back, he packs his backpack, and then drives his car to the location and goes from there. Now, side note, we know now that Cassie, Brian's sister, was at Fort DeSoto Park with her kids and they were camping out. Now, it's interesting because she said that it was, you know, really normal. Nothing was out of place. There was no grand goodbye or anything like that. But I'm wondering if she asked, where's, you know, where's Gabby? I really would love to know that. Her kids would probably wonder the same thing, where's Gabby? I wonder what the answer to that was. Now, the 10th of September is when Gabby's family starts texting and calling the laundries, but they don't get an answer back. And they're worried about both Brian and Gabby because they haven't heard from them. They don't know what's going on. They don't know Brian's back in Florida. And Gabby's family said, we're gonna call the cops, and, you know, cause we're worried and yet still no answer back. Why is that? And you see, they can't respond either. Because if it's the case that Brian left on the 9th and Brian's back, what are they gonna say? Brian took off to another hiking trip? They can't say that, right? They can't respond and he can't respond because Brian's not there and he needs a head start. And I'd love to know the time that it was actually sent of those texts by Gabby's family. That would be really interesting to find out because in this case, obviously the text from Gabby's family gave Brian the heads up, right? Without them knowing, obviously. And Brian isn't gonna stay put knowing that the cops are going to be called. Now, time is of the essence, and there's just no way. I think he was gone before the 13th, in my opinion. Let me know your thoughts below. Brian's a runner. Now, if we take that ninth again after the walk and go according to the law, then Brian's parents didn't give Brian a five-day head start. Brian really had a potentially eight or nine-day head start because he wasn't reported missing until the 17th of September, and that's two days before Gabby would be found deceased. Brian guy, like I said, had an eight-day head start, nine-day head start. So me being me, I did some calculations. Remember in one of my last videos where I talked about the sighting of Brian on October 2nd? Many people were skeptical about that report, but I have yet to see it debunked. And Brian was reportedly seen off of Waterville Road in the early morning hours of October 2nd, around 2.30 in the morning. And he was said to be in a white truck 
and it was reported to authorities and the FBI by a man named Dennis Davis. And I've recently seen another interview with Dennis that said he would be meeting up with the FBI uh, person to person. So, And I know one of the things we'd all like to know is where the heck did Brian get the truck? And if it was Brian. But as far as we know, he'd be walking or hiking. So I am curious to find out about the truck details, all of us are. Now, it's also my understanding that several reports were made about seeing Brian in the area. And according to Dennis, he said that Brian was asking for directions to California. He said he got in a fight with his girlfriend and he's heading there and asked the direction. And Dennis said, you know, to take the 40 over and Brian said he wanted to stick to the lesser roads. Well, I did a bit of math, and from the Carlton Reserve Park to Waterville Road on that Appalachian Trail is around 700 mile walk. And if you're walking straight without stopping, it would take nine days and 13 hours to accomplish. If we get out the calendar, we see that from September 9th to October 2nd is 23 days. And 70 miles divided by 23 days equals 30.43 miles per day. We'll just round it up to 30.5 miles per day. Now to the average bear, this is all kinds of crazy, right? To do 30.5 miles per day. But Brian isn't an average bear when it comes to hiking. He's seasoned. And even Gabby had made a post on Instagram about the arches and talked about how she and Brian are, are experts at it. They know what they're doing. And side note, Brian also likes to hike barefoot. But let's not also forget that He's been hiking for the last how many months, and that's what they were doing, was traveling and hiking, right? Now, I looked up how many miles a person could travel, you know, hike per hour, and how many miles a seasoned hiker would hike or could hike. And I read that an experienced hiker can easily do 30 miles per day, and Brian has his age as a factor as well, with only being 23 years old, and he can travel two to three miles per hour. So if he traveled 30.5 miles divided by 2.5 miles an hour, I took that in between the two to three miles, he'd be walking for about 12.2 hours a day. And back to that sighting, it's not impossible. That would put him right on target if he's able to walk that each day. In fact, the math would work out that puts him there to a T if that was the plan. And don't forget, Brian is a man on the run, so there is motivation to keep going and going as long as possible. The question is, as I said, when, where, and how did he obtain that truck if it's him? Perhaps he would drive until the gas run out and then keep going on foot, heading out west, as he said, and he mentioned California. Now, some viewers were talking about, you know, maybe it's a different California to in North Carolina, but in my opinion, I think it's out west, the state of California. And from the sounds of it, Dennis, who's the guy who reported Brian, he seems to think that as well. Now, I'll be doing a separate video as to why I believe that Brian really wants to go out west to California. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe also and hit the bells and all those kinds of things. So I don't believe that Brian is in Florida. He's a runner, like I said. He takes off when the going gets tough and he adds whatever excuse there is to it, like taking off from August 17th to 23rd in August to Salt Lake City and leaving Gabby behind, and then fleeing on the 29th 
or 30th of August and heading back to Florida with Gabby's van. And then on what I believe now is September 9th, potentially September 9th, fleeing again. So I don't think he's in Florida. He needs to get away as far as possible in his mind. He goes the distance. And I've said this before with Letitia Stoke in the Gannon Stoke case. She goes the distance and lo and behold, we saw the same thing. Brian is the same in my opinion. He doesn't confront his issues, he flees from them. So he's not in Florida, let me know your thoughts. That's my thoughts. Today is the 11th of October at the time of this recording and it's now been another 10 days since he was last spotted. So let's give him a full tank of gas to head out west and then on foot if he doesn't want to be spotted on camera unless he has an extra can of gas in the back. And if he's in that truck, he has about 600 miles in that Ford F-150 if it's full of gas. But in my last video, I did talk about a trail heading out west. It's not the Appalachian Trail. It's called the Trans-America Trail. And it heads out west to California. And I had wondered where does that trail actually start in Tennessee? And on the map, it's very interesting. When I did the search, the answer is Andrews. And then I looked on the map for it. And there it is just a couple hours away from Waterville Road, where Dennis said he had the encounter with Brian. So now if you think about it, Brian doesn't have a phone, right? He can't just look up a map on his phone and see where he is. And you'd think if he did have a phone that the FBI would find him and track him by now. So it's possible that maybe Brian ends up a little bit lost he wasn't too sure if he went too far or what's going on. He, he's lost a little bit of track of maybe getting into a different trail that goes out west and then had to get a vehicle possibly and somehow make up for the time that he lost by being lost, if that makes sense. So now he's in a vehicle trying to make up for time and will ditch it when he gets to Andrews and he would continue on that west trail until he ends up at his goal place in California. And maybe when he said to Dennis about wanting to go to California, he knew that that trail is where he was finding, potentially, in my opinion, and... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's why he didn't want to go on the 40. For obvious reasons, too, he doesn't want to go on a main highway. But maybe he knew that that little tiny road or that uh, one of those roads would lead him to the Transamerica Trail. And he took a chance by asking Dennis how to get there. He's a little lost. It's possible. And if that's the case, he may be all the way in Oklahoma or further, depending on how far he drove. I'd love to know how he got that vehicle. There's been chitter-chatter that his sister's husband owns a white vehicle, but I don't know if there's any stock to that. I don't know if that's been proven that the, that truck is missing or not. I haven't seen anything of the sort. I'm just curious as to where he would have got the vehicle or if it was supplied to him or what's going on. We know there's a little three ring circus going on right now, actually a four ring circus going on with, well, maybe even three, back to three because of Roberta and Chris 
and um, and Mr. Bertolino. And there's some weird stuff happening there. And then we have Brian on the run. So it's a three to four person ring circus right now. And Brian, I think, is heading out west. That's my opinion. Stay tuned for that video. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share this out. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.